Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 56 of Gaming with Grief. I'm titling this episode Moving Forward uh, because we're moving forward uh, in life, I guess. Um, if you want to subscribe to the show, go to iTunes. Uh, you can go to the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, like, subscribe, leave me a comment, let me know what you think of the show. This episode will hit my website, which is www.gamingwithgrief.com on Monday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, this will post on iTunes earlier than that, usually in the evening on Sunday evening. Uh, and also, if you want to drop me a line, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show, uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, the, yeah, that's the intro. And I'm just calling this episode Moving Forward because um, you know, I think like all of us, we're all just trying to move forward with our lives. And it's uh, if you look at the news, uh, it's been really rough lately. There's been protests around the world. I saw a video um, circulating online of protests in Paris uh, this week um, that talk about police brutality, but also... Um, there's probably other injustices that have been going on in France. I haven't read about them. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff on Facebook uh, with my group of friends. I've been trying to stay positive. Um, I've been trying to also watch different perspectives or listen to different perspectives. Mostly on YouTube, there's a lot of good podcasts out there, people giving their perspectives. I've been trying to stay neutral, at least educate myself. On different things, I talked about it last week, so I'm still trying to do that. I'm trying to t- trying to stay open minded. Uh, I ask everybody to do the same thing, uh, you know. Um, yeah, but I guess you know. Let's talk about something better. Let's talk about something nicer. Let's uh, let's talk about some games. So uh, I wanted to follow up last week. I think I talked about Guild Wars Two, and uh, from looking at my notes, which I do have notes. Uh, I'm not a high production show, but I do keep notes. Um, yeah, so I'd, let's talk about Guild Wars 2 again, which I talked about last week. Um, I played more of Guild Wars 2. I could play with my wife. That was really fun. Uh, we played together. Uh, I did more of the Path of Fire content. Um, that was really neat. Uh, it was neat to play with somebody, you know, we had different roles. She was a warrior, guardian, I should say, which is like a protection warrior. I was a rogue, so that's a little squishy. Uh, she decimated when it decimated people. It was kind of neat being a group. You can kind of bounce off each other, uh, stuff like that. It was really neat. I played more of the Path of Fire expansion. I really love, I talked about it last week, but the more I play it, the, the, the thing I love about I just love the setting. It's like this desert kind of Middle Eastern setting. It's this beautiful oasis in the desert. Uh, the water in the oasis is crystal clear. I really like the art style. They've really changed up the quests. I know I talked about the main quest last time, but how they changed that up and how it's more dialogue options. You see people doing that, uh, you know, uh, during the story. Instead of a cutscene between one or two people, you'll actually see everybody in the scene, and they do uh, word bubbles above their head, which is really nice. Uh, they even changed some of the side quests. Um, you actually have to go. Uh, it seems like a little bit more interactive. You have to talk to people. They do the same thing. You have to get information from people. Uh, they change some. Um, they keep changing a lot, you know, of the basic mechanics of the game. I enjoy that, though. It's kind of a neat little thing of, you, you know, you get used to certain things in your the game and how it works. 
Um, and they really change it up. I really appreciate it. I'm uh, considering spending a little bit more money uh, in the game. And one thing that I noticed uh, logging back in after living, level capping a hero and having them in the desert. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but if you buy the expansion, you get a mount. I know I mentioned that last week, but what I thought it was amazing was that mount is unlocked for every character on my account. So even my low-level character, uh, when I was playing with my wife, can hit X uh, and, and he will mount up with the raptor and I can go find her, which is a lot easier than running from place to place. It's kind of a great resource. Um, that they've added to the uh, game, I think, for everybody. I mean, obviously, if they buy the expansion, but it's kind of a nice little uh, thing. So I really like that. And um, again, I think I mentioned it last week, but there's a griffin mount uh, that costs a lot of gold, but I think I'm going to go for it because I really enjoy... Uh, it just looks amazing. You can buy skins for it. It's very expensive. It's about 250 gold. For me, I'm not one of these people at gold farms or anything like that. Um, so I may um, I may just get a gems card and get the gold, but I've noticed some things online. Uh, some of the login rewards, uh, you get uh, different things you can sell on the trading post, and you get gold that way, so I might do that. But I'm really enjoying it. Sorry to take a sip of coffee. I'm really enjoying it. I think it's good. Uh, it's you know I bought the expansions when they're on sale, so it's well worth uh, the money I put in, I think. And... Um, it's, it's great. I love it. Uh, I want to see where the story goes. Um, my weapons, unfortunately, are tuned to fire. And uh, the enemy you fight in this expansion uses fire. So I'm going to try to change that because uh, I'm not doing uh, very good. I'm getting my butt kicked. I did change some of my equipment and uh, you know change some of my gear so I can do a little bit more damage. And one of the items I got was a coffee pot, which I thought was pretty funny. It says that it's a trophy, but it does not say that it's junk. It says it's a trophy, and I kept it on my purse, and I don't know where it's at. I didn't sell my junk. Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, but I want the coffee pot, so I may have to look that up and see uh, how to get another coffee pot. Uh, it seems weird. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my thing. Uh, check it out. I know I said last week, check it out, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, again, if you're stuck inside because of covid uh, or maybe, uh, you know, you're just low on funds. Uh, the original Guild Wars 2 is pretty cheap. And, you know, there's no monthly fee, so you can play it for a very long time without having to pay anything. Uh, you know, you can get a lot of entertainment. As long as you have an internet connection, you should be pretty good. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is a game that I got in the Nintendo eShop. They're having a massive sale this week. I think it lasts till the end of, like, this, the, till uh, June 16th or so. From what I saw in most of the deals, you can check your deals, but there's a game in the Witcher universe called Thronebreaker, which is kind of this hybrid adventure game slash Gwent. If you've played uh, Witcher 3, you know Gwent is basically a card game that you play against people in bars in the game, and it, it presents it like a board game. You know, you put down lanes of cards, and those cards play against other cards like Magic the Gathering or, you know, uh, War, the traditional card game or anything like that. Um, there's a lot of rules. I'm still trying to understand some of the rules because it's been a long time since I played Gwent. But there's actually a story with the game. You're a queen named Maeve. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But she comes back from some negotiations. And it is kind of like a visual novel. Um, you see the characters on the side of the screen. They talk to each other. Uh, there, is an, there is kind of like an inciting incident. 
then Maeve goes out and you can actually run as Maeve through villages and things, collecting resources like wood and money and soldiers. And then when you reach a uh, an event, uh, a splash screen comes up, basically describes something that's happened, like you've been ambushed or something like that. And then you have a game of Gwent where you fight people, put your cards down, and whoever wins, wins the battle. I've only played one battle so far, which is just a training battle. Uh, I may play the game for like 30 minutes or so. Uh, so I don't know what happens when you lose, but um, it's really interesting. It's actually very intricate for a visual novel. I haven't played a lot, though, so I, I can't disparage visual novels. I probably shouldn't say that. But it's uh, it's really intricate. It does really feel like The Witcher. There's a framing narrative around the story about how a prisoner is telling you the story. You're a soldier escorting him, and he's telling you about Maeve because apparently, he, from what I can understand, he was in her company, and he saw what she did and was telling her story. Uh, it's really it, it's interesting. I definitely want to play it more. Like I said, I've only played about a half hour, but I found the the game fun and uh, neat. So I'm gonna keep playing it. So um, that's my quick impressions of Thronebreaker. Uh, check it out on the e store. Like I said, there's a on the eShop on the Nintendo Switch. It's on other platforms, but uh, I know for a fact on the Nintendo Switch, if the sale's going on, it's only about. Whew, I think it's about uh, 10 bucks, which is pretty amazing, uh, which is great. And uh, I bought Dragon Age, or not Dragon Age, I'm sorry, Dragon Quest Eleven. Like I said, I've been playing the demo. I've said in other episodes, it was really amazing. I liked it. Uh, it was on sale on Nintendo games, and things on the Nintendo platform don't usually go on sale. Uh, this was normally $60.00. Uh, but now it was 40 because one of the 40 is like $41. Uh, so it was cheap. I had about $60 um, from my birthday a year ago, and I was able to spend money and get those games for nothing, really. So that was really fun. Um, yeah, I, I recommend checking out the eShop if you're a Nintendo fan. If you have a Nintendo Switch, there's tons of deals going on right now. And, uh, you know... Um, buy stuff if you can i understand it's difficult right now you know with the covid thing you may be looking to save your money and all that i understand but if you can uh you know check out the eShop. um the last game i want to talk about um is i've been playing the division two uh a lot i've talked about it in other episodes i finally completed the first season of their seasonal content there was uh some ro- new rogue agents you go after um, I went after uh, Jupiter was the final target. You beat her subordinates, um, and then you go after her. It's one of the worst strongholds in the game, and by worst, I mean the most difficult. Um, you know, I haven't really min-maxed my gear in that game, so I kind of went into it probably not exactly where I needed to be. I was also trying to fill out a specialization by leveling up and getting points. Uh, I was alone, and I was a sniper, uh, so that sometimes is kind of lonely when you don't have anybody else to tank, uh, you know, the enemies or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it was really good. It took me a long time because I was alone, but I woke up early this morning. My wife watched me. I played it for a couple hours. It's the Roosevelt Island, uh, stronghold, which I did. I, uh, beat her. I beat Jupiter. And I got a weapon, which is a, um, like some of the sticky bombs and stuff I have in the game where it's like a gun. Uh, but this was just an EMP device where you can stick it on an individual individual person. 
It will uh, disrupt their abilities and things like that. You can detonate it and then it will stun them, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but I liked it. It was great to get that in the seasonal reward. Uh, and now what I'm doing is going through... There's some specialization um, tiers I haven't gone through, although I've unlocked all of them. Um, I still want to. I still want to keep going through those tiers because you get rewards like vanity items and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, I think I completed. Uh, I completed a, a set in there of clothing, which seems really weird, but I was able to. Uh, you, you unlock other things when you unlock clothing. So I got the Dallas set, which looks pretty ridiculous which I think they know. And then after that, I still got more dyes and more um, like a patch thing for my uh, armband. And I think next week I'm going to dive into, uh, there's a couple of like hidden side missions that I want to complete. I might look those up online where to find them and then uh, kind of go from there. So yeah, uh, what else? I'm trying to, it might be a shorter episode uh, this week. I, I've been kind of playing the same games. Uh, again, there was a bigger game that I was playing that I really want to talk about that really has a lot to do actually with, uh, you know, my thesis here, the gaming with grief. It has to do with death and, uh, it's just a massive game and I'm still playing it. I haven't beat it yet. Uh, again, I don't want to give away what it is, but it is a big game. Um, I don't think I'm, it's on the PlayStation platform. I don't think I'm going to platinum it obviously to give my review, but I think that I will, you know, when I complete it, I'll be able to tell you guys more definitively what I think about it. Yes, I've watched Ending Online. I've looked at walkthroughs and things like that because, you know, I'm trying to get the most I can out of my playthrough with it. Uh, but, yeah, I think generally when I get done with that, I'll be able to tell you guys, uh, you know, what I think about it because I obviously want to beat it before I give you guys my full impressions. Um, other than that, I think next week there's some big games coming out that I'm going to be looking forward to. My wife and I will be playing The Last of Us Part Two, which is releasing, I believe, next week. Uh, we both want to play it. I wanted her to get a physical copy so we could share it. Uh, she bought it digitally, so I will probably have to get it uh, for myself, which is fine. She wants to play it at the same time as me so we can kind of compare notes. I think that would be kind of interesting. So, yeah, we're going to do that. So, again, I think this is kind of a shorter episode this week, guys. But, uh, you know, be safe. Be nice to each other. Um, again, if you want to listen to this uh, on my website, go to www.gamingwithgrief.com. On Monday morning at 7 a.m., it'll hit there. Leave a comment below. Let me know what you think of the episode. Uh, Go to iTunes. Go to the Gaming with Grief podcast with my name, Joseph Carlson. It'll be there. And then also, uh, if you want to drop me a line, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show. Maybe you can give me some suggestions of games. I have a list of games that do deal with grief. Uh, and death and things like that and I have a list of them and I am playing them and going through them Uh, but you know some of them are very long some of them are very short and whatever reason the way I wrote the list is how I'm going through the games so it might take a long time to get through them so um, until then again stay safe uh, wear a mask if you gotta go out if you're protesting uh, thank you if you're looting no thank you Uh, if you've gone on TV and been respectful and had debates with people if you're sharing information uh thank you very much if uh you've been sharing charities online or donated charities thank you um i'm still trying to decide which charity i want to donate to there's so many out there um i want to make sure the ones that i donate to are reputable uh and things like that 
So uh, without, uh, without anything else, I think that's it, guys. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.